News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Minister Eamon Ryan, uh, Green Party leader as well, of course. Uh, Minister, we want to talk to you about that ban on private cars and commercial vehicles travelling through Dublin city centre. Just first off, though, can I get your take on yet another uh, arson attack on a building that had been rumoured to be uh, going to be used for uh, housing uh, refugees, even though I think in this particular case it wasn't going to be? Your reaction, though, to these arson attacks? Well, clearly, the the applaud it because one morning when I wake up, Shane, and there'll be someone, unfortunately, who might have been in the building and who dies. And that'll, that will be shocking. But it is shocking already. And I suppose the basic point is in, we have a real issue about enough accommodation in the country. And burning accommodation, as part, whatever your views on the issue about how we manage migration, burning what accommodation we do have, mostly in vast majority of instances, it's been on buildings that aren't being used, that could be used. And either blockading or burning, burning down buildings is the last thing, the worst thing we could be doing, as well as being dangerous. Um, so I agree with the Tonish. I think we need to, the guards need to do everything they can to try and find the culprits and prosecute. More interventionist, maybe at the start, more proactive in stopping these. Is that is that possible? Is that a runner? Tricky, but but yes, I, I think. Uh, I mean, and that's a matter for the guards. They're they're best equipped to kind of decide how you police, how you you know what. But but we do have to. We do. I mean, is there something like twenty? I think in the buildings in the last year or so, Shane. So it's not small, and no. yeah, we have to we have to stop it. OK, let's talk transport and what's uh, the plan for Dublin. It's going to be implemented uh, in August. Is this plan going to work or will there be chaos come August, do you think? It'll work. It'll work. I've been um, 35 years involved in transport. And every single time we've come to a decision, going right back to when we pedestrianised Grafton Street or Henry Street, or I remember when we turk out the left turn at the bottom of Dawson Street or the right turn at the bottom of Georgia Street. And on every occasion, people say, you'd hear people say, oh, this is going to be disastrous, not going to work. And lo and behold, it did. So yes, I believe it's essential for Dublin, actually. I think it's, 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 and it's not just Dublin, just to make the broad point, if I can, Shane, this is one of 35 what we're calling Pathfinder projects, which we want to see how we can accelerate the transformation of our transport system. And just to take the other cities, actually, look at what's happening in Waterford. Waterford is about to be at, see a dramatic change with the opening up of the North Keys, a new bridge. Similarly in Limerick, we're, start, we're looking to connect the three universities in Limerick. And I think Limerick City Council is starting to do a really good job in some of the projects they're putting in. I'll be honest, I think Cork and Galway need to pull up their socks. And I think some of that sense of competition between councils would be no bad thing. And I think Dublin City Council in this instance, my understanding, it was agreed at the Transport Committee cross-party support last uh, yesterday. So I, I think this is really important. And I think it's important not just for transport in our city, but for bringing life back into our city, for really kind of, particularly in the city core. And maybe if I can just explain the project, because, um, you know, the the city centre, you might say, is the area between the canals, between the Royal and Grand Canal. It's about 135,000 people living there, about 200,000 people working there. And then in that, there's a core, inner city core, and that's the area we're looking at for this traffic management plan. It runs from roughly Stevens Green to Mountjoy Square and from Smithfield to Custom House. And that's the area where 
about 60% of the traffic is true traffic. It's not going to anywhere in the city centre, in that core, it's, it's just passing through. And you'll know, Shane, you look, think of these streets, like think of Pierce Street, Tara Street, Gardner Street, the Keys, like they're dominated by traffic. Why, why have we created College Green? We've created a, a city centre which is dominated by the car. And that's not what our city centre is for. Our city centre is for really civic space, shopping place, visitor place, working place, living place too. And that doesn't, that needs to change. And that's what these plans are going to do starting this summer. Okay. This is immediate in my mind and real. And, and, uh, and I think it's going to be transformative for the better. And it's going to happen across other cities, although you're making the point Cork and Galway, I think you used the term, need to pull up their socks in that respect. Mm. Can, can I talk to you about some of people's concerns? Uh, because there are, look, you paint a very um, positive picture of what Dublin and other cities could be like. But lots of people getting in touch. Um, my son started working in Dublin recently. He takes the Waterford Dublin train. It runs, um, if it runs late, uh, 10 minutes. You, Lewis is pretty good for time when he arrives. But it, basically making the point that buses are unreliable. Uh, he's currently saving for a car because he can't depend on public transport. Another listener, Neve from Holt. Uh, saying we only have three darts an hour during rush hour. It's set to get worse with the introduction of a shuttle service between Holt and Holt Junction. Public transport needs to be more attractive, uh, easy and affordable. Uh, the point people are making, we don't have good enough public transport to start deterring the car. Um, well, firstly, we're going to, we're about to, we are investing massively now in public transport and we have a whole range of public transport projects right across the country. In rural Ireland, we're delivering a new bus service pretty much every week in the last two years. And um, and that listener is right. Our bus service needs to improve. The main problem for it is that it's stuck in traffic. And actually, one of the main beneficiaries of this traffic plan will be the bus system, which will be able to get through much quicker, which will not be stuck in traffic. And all these new bus connects corridors, which we're about to build, two of them have just come through planning. So we should start construction there soon. Um, that'll be to no avail if it just comes into a city centre which is gridlocked. So yes, the listener's right. We do need to up our game. Now, it is happening. Give people just a certain sense of hope. The numbers on public transport last year went up 25% in one year. That's incredible. We've halved the fares for under people under 26 and 20% for the rest of the population. And the young people particularly are responding to that. There's been a huge increase in the number of people in public transport. And and yes, the, this is an investment in that switch. It is to go from, I think it's about 29% modal split at the moment of cars in the city. We'll bring that down to 17 and there will be a significant increase in bus particularly, but also obviously the rail, but also significantly as well, walking and cycling. Uh, I We can double, we're aiming here to double the number of people cycling in the city centre. And I think that's absolutely doable. I think the main thing stopping people at the moment is that it's not safe. I mean, you talk to anyone, Shane, about the experience of cycling down the South Keys. It's horrific. It's not safe. It's not fair. And, and that will change with this plan. And as I said, it'll start this summer. We'll put in a bus gate on Bachelor's Walk and an Aston Quay, either side near Connell Bridge of the Quays. Um, we'll stop, we'll introduce the can no left turn, if people know it, I think about this, the bottom of Westland Row. And what that will allow us to do is Pier Street, turning Pier Street from basically an inner city motorway into a street again, 
and and a two-way street and Tara Street the same and the same all the way up around Beresford Place, around Custom House Quay and Gardner Street. Like Gardner Street is a basically being used now as a motorway as well. That's not yeah. the best use of Gardner Street. And okay. by switching by switching the street, you change the whole sense of the city and sense of place. One of the other concerns expressed is uh, how businesses are going to manage. And we, I think we've heard the example of Diageo. How are they going to get their exports to Guinness? How are they going to get it to the port? Uh, they won't be able to go down the Keys anymore. Like it, it, We've heard precious little detail as to how those kind of uh, problems are going to be ironed out. Yeah, we will have to iron them out. And as I said, every time in the past when we've, when we've introduced, when we've favoured either pedestrian or cycling or bus, we have always found that there are solutions. Um, the broader business That's city centre... That's though, isn't it? The Diageo, yeah. I heard your councillor, Janet Horgan, talking about maybe going up Church Street. I mean, that's hardly desirable either. No, but it's better than it running through O'Connell Bridge. And and all the, you know yourself, Matt, when you're crossing Connell Bridge, you know the crowds you have there, you know the way that it builds up and you get this general, I mean, that, that's our big pedestrian area. Running trucks through it is not the right thing to do. So yes, we will have to find a solution to that. More importantly, in my mind, or equally importantly, we also need to make sure that the retail businesses and the visitor and other attractions, the tourism businesses, hotels in the city continue to thrive. And it, this is, I mean, people are saying, oh, ban, banning traffic. It's not banning. What it is, is restricting uh, true traffic. It is providing access. So if you have to get something delivered or if you have to get to a particular hotel, this is a cleverly designed scheme that won't restrict access, but will restrict true traffic. And in doing that, allow us to favour the bus, favour the cycling and, and walking conditions. What about this? What about and I this, think for the business, Go on, yeah, sorry. Go on, go on, Minister. No, and I just think for businesses, for retail and others, um, like it's not going to work. If we rely on, on car traffic to do our business, not just in Dublin city centre, I think the same applies to a lot of cities and towns around the country. It doesn't actually work on a physical, mathematical, geometric basis. It, it, the problem is that when everyone's in the car, no one gets anywhere because the traffic gets stuck. And that's what we're unsticking here. We're fixing that, okay. which is actually the biggest threat to business in the city centre. Well, well, maybe you've answered this one already. I was just going to read you one last text. I have a locksmith business in Dublin too with service vans travelling around the city. How will that work from August? It will, as I said, we're not looking to restrict access, but it does, it is to take out roughly 60% of the traffic in that core I mentioned to you is not doing anything in the city. It's not, it's just going through the city. And instead, so by taking that out, it, it actually should help those who do need to have access. And uh, final, so, final so question, uh, final question, Minister, I see in Paris they voted uh, to, uh, I think it's trebled the price of parking uh, for SUVs. Uh, in the city centre, people actually voted for that. Is that something we should be considering here? Yeah, we're doing. We've done a major study in the Department of Transport. It'll be going to government in the next two to three weeks about how do we manage the traffic, how do we manage demand, not just in this city centre example, but right across the country. And what we wouldn't want to see happen in Dublin is, you know, for example, it all just develops around the M50 motorway and our city centre, our core, doesn't thrive. So we do have to think about this in a wider strategic sense. There's about, I think it's about 35 recommendations in that report, and it has to go to Cabinet first. 
But yes, we're going to have to do a whole range of measures to reduce the volume of car traffic, particularly and haulage, okay. because is, we is need to make the switch. Is one about SUVs and higher parking for SUVs? Is that one of the recommendations? No, that isn't one of the recommendations within it. But it allows us flexibility to look at what sort of measures could we introduce. And we will look to see what's happening in Paris and elsewhere. But what's happening in Paris is not just that SUV. Look at what's happening in Paris when they start to take the space back and provide it, particularly in that city for cycling, it's transformative. And any modern forward-looking city is thinking, yeah, that's the way to go. Transport Minister Eamon Ryan, thank you for talking. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk. The News Talk Breakfast.